Welcome to the Tips for Lawyers podcast. My name is Chris Hargraves from tipsforlawyers.com and this is the podcast episode number 44. This episode of Tips for Lawyers podcast is brought to you by the Lawyers Library, which you can check out at www.tipsforlawyers.com slash lawyerslibrary. It's all one word. It is a collection of resources designed specifically for young lawyers who want to take their skills to the next level. It's not going to have any tech textbooks on contract law or equities or bankruptcy. It is about legal skills. And that's also what this podcast is about. Episode 44 is the start of a new series. I've just finished up my wellness series on tipsforlawyers.com. And if that's something you want to check out, you can go to tipsforlawyers.com and have a look at the blog posts and podcasts in the wellness series and find out for yourself what it takes to actually survive and thrive in your legal career. This series, however, is going to be about core legal skills. And in particular, we're going to focus on the four fundamental legal skills, so far as I see them, in practice. And what are they? There are many possible skills that I could have put in this list, but I wanted to really hone in on the fundamentals. I didn't want to talk about mastering social media. I didn't want to talk about how to use Microsoft Word. Those are skills that might be useful, but are they the core skills? I wanted to look bigger picture. I wanted to look at what was essential for lawyers to actually understand and get going with in their careers from an early stage. And I think they come down to these. Firstly, personal professional growth. And that is what today's podcast is going to be about. Next, communication skills. These really are fundamental to success in legal practice, your ability to communicate. And we're going to deal with that in a later episode. Next, marketing and networking. Now, this shouldn't be too much of a surprise, but marketing and networking are clearly core skills for anyone who wants to survive and do well in legal practice at all. If you can't get clients in, then you're not going to succeed. Finally, it is business acumen. That is the ability to understand what a legal business looks like when it's succeeding, how legal businesses succeed, and how you can contribute to that. Today, as I said, I wanted to focus on, in particular, the concept of personal professional growth. And it's an interesting concept in particular in the context of the recent discussions that have been going around about how young lawyers aren't particularly well trained. And if you want to check that out, I'll link up a previous podcast I've done on that particular topic. But the short version is that law firms, some of them at least, and some senior lawyers are of the view that they shouldn't be responsible for training law students out of law school because they should be getting that training elsewhere. And it creates this unfortunate issue where there is this concept of either trained or untrained, as if there is only those two states. And it's the wrong point of view in my perspective. It's the wrong point of view because there is no point at which you are fully trained, nor is there any point at which you are completely untrained. There are always points on the scale, points on the continuum where, in fact, you 
have some skills, but there are always more skills to develop. There is always new things to learn. There is a constant flow of information that you can avail yourself of. And so these senior lawyers who seem to think that they have somehow finished or stopped in terms of their training and that there is a point at which young lawyers can be trained, it really doesn't work for me. Everyone, everyone needs to have a commitment to ongoing personal professional growth. And that's why I think this is a core skill for lawyers because it is a habit that you can develop every day. A commitment to personal professional growth means every day, every week, every month, every year, you are engaging in activities that are specifically designed to increase your skills, not necessarily black letter legal skills or even core legal skills, but your skills generally. It is your ability to do that every day so that each day you have more skill than you did the day before. It might only be a small thing, but it is about having that habit. Maybe listening to this podcast is part of your regime where you do that. Maybe you read books. Maybe you listen to audio books. There is any number of opportunities to do it, but you need to make the decision to have a habitual, consistent approach to personal professional growth so that you are constantly progressing along that continuum and can share what you've learned with others and help them do the same. It also helps you get out of your comfort zone. And as lawyers, we have a pretty massive comfort zone. We know what works. We know what doesn't work. We get very easily into a rut where other things or things that fall outside our experience really freak us out and we don't actually get to step outside our comfort zone. Again, I've done a podcast before, which I called um, A Bird in Search of a Cage, and that was based on an article, a very short article that Seth Godin had written, and I will link that up in the show notes as well at tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast slash 44. And there you will be able to see just how important it is to be able to take a risk because as time goes on, it is no longer the people who are unnoticeable, who are safe. And I want to repeat that because I think it's important. There is a perception that if you don't stand out in any way, sure, you may not be the top of the class, but you're not taking any risks. And as a result, perhaps according to your own brain, you won't suffer any adverse consequences. You just get in, you'll do a good job, they'll all recognize that, and then you can go home without rocking the boat or disrupting the system. Unfortunately, it is demonstrably incorrect because when layoffs occur in large organizations, it's not the people who have been noticed and stood out who get laid off. It's the people who nobody's ever heard of. When promotions get handed out, it's the people who are known to be stepping up to the plate who get promotions, not those who don't want to make a ruckus. So I want to encourage you to use your personal professional growth as an opportunity to step outside your comfort zone. Maybe it's areas of knowledge that you haven't previously delved into. Maybe it's concepts that you haven't previously explored. Maybe it's activities that you haven't tried before. But use your continual growth habit as an opportunity to step outside your comfort zone. I think the other thing that it does really well, this consistent growth commitment that I'm asking you to make, is that it removes arrogance. We have a tendency 
to become very arrogant as lawyers. Because we're in that position of advisors, we think ourselves better than a lot of people. And it's not necessarily on purpose. There's plenty of humble people in the law. But I think our own perceptions of ourselves can sometimes be inflated. And because of that, if you are engaged in the system of continual growth, you'll become very mindful and very aware of the fact that you simply don't know much at all and you don't do much at all and you are not fulfilling your capacity in most respects and that you are a deeply flawed individual much like I am much like everyone else is but it does bring it home as you see just how much is out there in terms of opportunity for you to learn and do that in fact your experience is minuscule in the overall scheme of things so a commitment to growth will remove that sense of arrogance that we have a tendency to get. And of course, a commitment to growth will also expand your horizons. And this is connected with stepping outside your comfort zone, but it will give you opportunities to implement that other people may not have thought of. And I wonder whether you think of that. We as lawyers are very interested in history because of the way our precedents work and the way our statutes are developed. We are interested in history. And so we have a tendency to say, has it happened before? That is our starting point. That's how we've been trained. But what about the question, could it be done in the future? And this is where disruptive legal practice really starts to become a relevant issue because there is a point at which only looking to the past becomes unacceptably boring. <laughs> I was trying to think of a better word there, but it also becomes dysfunctional. Always looking to the past, especially in the modern age, starts to become dysfunctional. So I did want to encourage you to use a consistent form of growth as an opportunity to have ideas, to implement them, to make suggestions, to see if you can coax your firm or your colleagues or your superiors into a method of thinking that doesn't necessarily revolve around this is the way we've always done it, but rather revolves around what is a way that we could do it in the future to test things, to be more nimble. It allows you to be able to provoke discussion. It allows you to have interesting discussions with people from a marketing perspective. That devotion to continual growth is fundamentally the backbone of why I started Tips for Lawyers. It's why I started this podcast. It's why I started the website. It's why I've just started another website called amodernprofessional.com. It's for people who are genuinely looking for that opportunity to actually go ahead and look to the future rather than be constantly looking to the past. So let's take a look at where an ongoing commitment to professional growth is going to get you. Firstly, we discussed the training fallacy, that is, there is a dichotomy, you are either trained or not, and we talked about how that wasn't the appropriate approach, but rather to look at yourself on a continuum and engage in a constant series of habits that will improve your skills and your knowledge in every area. Second, we looked at the fact that it is a habitual process. We looked at the fact that doing it every day is going to incrementally and consistently increase rather than looking for opportunities when you only had holidays or where you had spare time. Instead, do it every day. It's an opportunity for you to get out of your comfort zone and expand beyond what you currently accept as the norm. It also helps remove our natural tendency towards arrogance 
because we understand and appreciate with greater specificity just how little we actually know and do in the overall scheme of things. And finally, it expands your knowledge into areas and allows you to start asking that question, what can I do next that's different to what has happened before? This is the Tips of Lawyers podcast. That has been episode 44. You can find the show notes, including links to all of those things that I mentioned at tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast slash 44. Thank you for listening. I will see you in the next episode where we will continue on this series in the essentials for young lawyers.